0: Friday everybody. Welcome to season two of the Wonder Women Wind Down. So as promised in honor of Women's History Month or Women's Empowerment Month I got some amazing women here with me today. Some of my faves like for real for real. First up I got my mama here this time. All right mama. Mama is making her debut on the Wonder Woman Wine Doll. Thank you for being here, Mom. And you're welcome. Thanks for asking. And I have Sister Regina Hi. here. Seaster in the house. Sister in the house. Twerk 99 up in yes. here. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got I'm on the lodge with it, KB. Yeah, yeah. I'm on somewhere with it. Yeah. <laughs> We just had, we just had a funny session before we hit the record button, so we are still reeling and laughing from that. So um, again, as I just said, March is Women's History Month and Women's Empowerment Month. And I have to say, for me to be the women's kind of empowerment pioneer ambassador, I am. I really kind of it kind of slipped my mind that March was like Women's History Month mm-hmm. and Women's Empowerment Month. So. Mm-hmm. I started doing a little bit of research because I just wanted to know a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. So here's some fun facts. So for starters, it originated in between 80 and 81 with a proclamation to begin a particular week as Women's History Week. And then women were pushing and groups were fighting for it. So then in 1987, Congress passed a bill declaring the entire month as Women's History Month. So here we are. Well, yeah, I, really
1: never that. I yeah.
0: seriously, yeah. I didn't either. Um, and then all women, all women. Yeah. yeah. And then the thing was too. Um, I think it says here in 1995, it was actually celebrated as women Women's History Month every month because the previous year in in 87, they declared month as Women's History Month for that particular year, but yeah. then in 95. They declare that every March will be Women's Empowerment Month and Women's History Month.
1: Yes, yeah, so I thought that was cool. I, I was surprised at the number of different um events just recently since mm-hmm, you yeah. sent us out and told us to come. Mm-hmm. Like there was there's something that's going on Sunday, like all of these things that are really coming to my attention about women getting together and doing mm-hmm. different celebrations. And it's it's made me aware of like a lot more websites that have, that are having women's movements. And mm-hmm. Like I just never even knew about so knew. yeah. This one and then I was aware of it last year, but this year it just seems like it's more in your face. Yeah to more me. I don't know if face. I'm just more
0: aware like, or, or I think what? that's yeah. it because um like I said, I didn't know until um a young lady I had brunch with a few weeks ago. She also has a podcast. Shout out to Tika. Um she mentioned that you know March was women's empowerment month. And I was like, wow, like You're right. I Mm know I heard of it, but I really didn't really think about it. So I thought it was pretty cool. We Uh, had something, did you notice? We had something at the um, the job today. On the second floor. It was all kind of women on the second floor. Wow, I did. Because
1: there is one of those networks specifically
0: that I recently just joined. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I recently just joined, and then I saw them posting some things. So I think, Mm -hmm. too, when your awareness is a little more heightened, you definitely start to notice those things. But I thought that was cool. I also thought it was cool that. The color purple was determined the color of women. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. It's like an mm-hmm. honorary color of, of women, and it signifies justice and dignity. Oh that was pretty I'm cool too. Some purple underwear. <laughs> you <laughs> know what, Richie? I love it. Can you give me some? Right. Yeah. Just purple underwear <laughs> for I told. I told, look, I told this girl to keep it oh, real. She's <laughs> about to pull out thongs and everything on this podcast. If she's shopping, it, give me some purple underwear. If you're shopping for it, like, why not? just pick you yeah. up some purple? Yes. Maybe it'll make me feel like yeah. you know.
1: Feel just
0: say like, was
1: dignified.
0: Did, well, I don't know how dignified you might feel in the pride of the underwear well, she's talking try. about yet. But try. it says
1: are don't try. I, think I, said said. Just, I <laughs> want some some underwear to make me feel like justice and and, and uh, dignified woman. Yeah, well, let's let's you some purple bloomers.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
2: <laughs>
0: you can tell what a fun group I'm yes. recording <laughs> yeah. with. Let's That's have a good time. Is. That <laughs> is. Well, this year's theme, and still speaking of the history, is breaking barriers in history. Mm-hmm. So when I started thinking about that, I started thinking about like things like the Me Too movement. Um, look, think about our young women, the female Olympians mm-hmm. and how they've been breaking mm-hmm. through barriers. So I thought that was pretty applicable too. So, mm-hmm. you know, but anyway, so that's just a little bit about women's history and why I decided oh, sure. to, to... Yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of why I wanted to pick March to kind of launch season two for mm-hmm. the, women, the Wonder Woman line now. Mm-hmm. But one, I wanted to just be more... Um, consistent with mm-hmm. releasing episodes, I wanted to be more intentional in the things that I talk mm-hmm. about, and impactful as well, and also educational. And I love reading some of that stuff anyway. So I'm, what I'm finding is that, as woke as people like to say they are, whatever, there's mm-hmm. still so much. The more you read and the more you dig, mm-hmm. you learn a lot about mm-hmm. our history. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. speaking of women in history and things like that, I have a history with all of you ladies, and. I invited you because the title of today's episode is Mom, Your Kids Are Watching. Mm -hmm. And I picked you ladies again, and speaking of being intentional, I intentionally picked you ladies because I admire you so much for the moms that you are. Mm -hmm. Like, I tell you guys that all the time. I tell Regina all the time. Just the way she interacts with her kids. Mm -hmm. She loves so hard and when we be messing around at work or talking, and they'll get the nice meek Regina. They'll get the Regina that takes. She turns. She, well she helping a group. She helping me become get. Oh, she helping me become a better person because <laughs> oh, she takes stuff and she <laughs> she takes it almost like you know how people would say, "What would Jesus do?" Regina, some stuff that's how she takes it. Like you know, what would Jesus? Don't want to let that roll off my back. And mm-hmm. we may go in a room and we may really get down to talk about it, but. Say something about our kids. Oh, that go out the window. Earrings coming <laughs> on. <off. laughs> Say something about one of them babies. No, not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And KB, KB, I love the relationship that you have with Taylor. Shout out to Taylor. That's my girl. Yeah. And, um, you know, you two, when I see you two, and I don't see you two interact often, just like, you know, and. We're always on the move, but the few times that we've interacted, especially in the summer when we went to the the pink something, something, cotton candy, I don't know, some cute little pink place in Rolo, the pink lady or something, we had a cotton candy drink, Mm -hmm. but anyway, Mm -hmm. just sitting there watching them interact reminded me so much of me and my mom, Mm -hmm. so much, which brings me to... My BFF, yeah. right here, my mom. This is yes. This, this, yes. this right here. Yes. This is my ride or die. Yes, right. She don't care what's going on. If I, if I'm trying to dip out and make a quick move in the evening, you want me to put my shoes on and go with you? Yes. Hey, girl, if you don't go, sit out. That's what it is. But that's my is. my mom is. She has defined for me the definition of. Um, being a mother who cares, a mother mm-hmm. who's nurturing, mm-hmm. um, a mother who's uber supportive, mm-hmm. but will also hold you accountable mm-hmm. and will also get you right together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thanks. So you know I, I love Thanks. that. So that, that's why I, yes. give yourself a round yes. Applause. Yes. so that's why I picked you lady so we're just gonna we're just gonna kick it. We're just gonna kick it about some things. Um and and I brought this topic up especially during this month is because over oh I'm sorry babe. Mm-hmm. over the last probably year or so I have started to see parenting and motherhood from a whole different perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And personal experiences will do that to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um I'm an aunt, I'm not a mom. Um I have got nieces, I've got a nephew and over this past year our family has seen a lot of transitions from My nephew, you know, being sick, my nephew was diagnosed with juvenile diabetes and, you know, like just seeing the nurturing Mm -hmm. and my sister and her son, as a parent, how she had to change and make adjustments in her life and everybody, even when he comes to visit Mm -hmm. and, you know, the twins going to school. And so it's been a lot. I've seen a lot. I've definitely seen a lot. And so it made me start Mm -hmm. thinking about um, a lot of things about parenting and which is why I thought it was so applicable. Mom, your kids are watching. yeah And at first I thought, Mom, your daughters are watching. That's what I was initially going to talk about because it's Women's Empowerment Month. But what I realized is that, especially with uh, Regina having a son, having sons, that as a mom, not only what she does, it gets a little different sometimes, of course, because she has girls. But as a mom, when you do have sons, it's probably a different style of parenting that you have mm-hmm. to turn on. Right. And different things. Okay. So that's I'm why I end up telling mom, you. your kids are watching. So when you think about that and I'm going to start with KB, okay. when you hear me talk about mom, your kids are watching. Like when you when we talk about that topic. What does that make you think about as a parent?
1: <clears throat> you know, when you you first ask that question, um, I'm the kind of person where I always think about um, it's, it's more difficult for me to celebrate myself. So the first thing that I thought about is, what do I wish I had done differently? Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that, you know, most of us have our children, Mm -hmm. um, maybe when we're physically ready, but before we're ready mentally, emotionally, Mm -hmm. and spiritually. And so I grew up in front of my child. Mm -hmm. Um, When she was first born, I had all of these grand ideas of what it was going to be like to... um, to raise this daughter. Before she when she was in the belly. We're going to do tea parties. And we're going to like dials. And mm-hmm. we're going to do this. And she couldn't stand a dial. She changed <laughs> that immediately. Right? Yeah. So I was I was very young. Mm-hmm. And I was very. Um, I had all of these kind of um, storybook and movie ideas. About what it meant to be a mother. What kind of mother I was going to mm-hmm. be. What kind of child she was going to be. And to be honest. When she was born. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. About what this journey really, really was. And mm-hmm. I think. um. I'm still learning, you know, mm-hmm. as, as time goes on. But I think that um, I had this um, image of um, and thoughts about what I was going to teach her and how mm-hmm. I was going to help her be a person. And I, I have realized, as me and Taylor have grown up together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Because I've grown mm-hmm. more as a mother. It is so much more about what I do and who I am. Than, than what I say and what I try to preach in
0: her. That is that I I love yeah. that you said that yeah. because we do get these ideals mm-hmm. in our mind, and I can relate. And again, I relate as an aunt
1: mm-hmm.
0: because one of my one of our twins, one of the our twins, is just like Taylor. Wants nothing to do with a doll, a dress, or she wants basketball, yeah. Timberland. And mm-hmm. I struggle with that because I am this girl. I want cute, cute purses and, and um, nail polish and that kind of stuff. And she wants no part of it. So it is definitely a learning opportunity, and is and is um what's the word that I wanna I wanna say? It is very um, enlightening. Yeah. And and also very humbling sometimes too when you have to check yourself and take a step back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And say whoa. Am and I I tra- my, we have some conversations about that. We yeah, did. Yeah. We had a long conversation about that, like where I are, like, am I trying to project who I am, I and and the things that I want onto her, and because she doesn't like it, I do. I want to put a label on her. Right. Uh-huh. Do I? You know what I mean? Like we we talked about that.
1: Or well, yeah. where did you even get it from? That right. fingernail polish and dials meant woman.
0: Right. right. Exactly.
1: How yep. dare I say that you can't play basketball? and be feminine you know and, yeah. and it yeah. was um, when I came to this realization Taylor was probably early uh, maybe 12 13 so I hadn't messed it all up right, like, okay. right. <laughs> but I came to this and I was saying I said to myself what is wrong with the way that she wants to be who has taught me that living this way means that she's not a woman or that not. she's not smart, that she's not feminine. And how dare I, as the person who is supposed to empower her, right? Like yeah. her strength, i'm I'm I should be blowing wind into her wings, yeah and i was making her feel like gosh this just makes me get chills to think about this yeah but i was making her feel like who she was
0: wasn't good wasn't enough. good enough yeah, and, right. and that's that is yeah. that is right. a, that's, powerful. Oh, that's, right. that, that's that's yeah. very powerful wow. because and yeah. and, and, yes. and mom wow. you i'm, I'm going to turn it over to you to kind of speak to that because Ooh. you and i Ooh. you and i go through that with our little one right we we do because mm-hmm. we are so much alike and we 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 again we project who we are and then we finally have to have a conversation and and say wait a minute how do we find ex-? we've got to find some acceptance with not who we think she she is or should be or whatever but i mean look at Dwayne Wade. yes,
2: yes. that's a great yes. example
0: yes. Yes. that's a perfect example mm-hmm. so tell talk to speak to that a little bit mom especially um Because you're with our little one a, a lot more, speak to that. It was it was devastating.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. I mean, she wants to play basketball. She wants to dribble this ball. She wants to wear these Timberlands all loose and you know walk around
0: like a, <laughs> a little boy. And and, know, and that and that's, thought, thing, you know, and that's the thing and that's the thing right that, there
1: yeah.
0: that. We put that's the label, right? The label we said, and you just said it, which is your natural re that's your natural default mm-hmm. statement. I don't think you're meaning to come from a place of judgment or anything like that, but that's the ideology that these things that's what we saw, yeah, right? That we're right,
2: used to little boys yeah. doing
0: mm-hmm. these kind of things, and we're
2: like, whoa, where is this coming from? Where is you got her sister? Um, Auntie, you got some earrings, Mm -hmm. lip gloss. She's making sure she's nice and neat and Mm -hmm. tidy, got a
0: swag clothes. Mm -hmm. And And because, and it's relatable to you, right? Because we can
2: relate to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, So Mama, who taught you
1: what it meant? Where did you learn about what it meant to be a woman or a little girl? How, How did you feel in your mind? Where where did it come from when you thought that little girls should wear dresses and press their hair and be clean? Where'd that
2: come from? From when we grew up without with my parents, mm-hmm. my, yeah, my, yeah, my dad. You know, he was there, and he would. I could show you a picture now where he, um, um, you know, that picture we got with all of us as little kids, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my dad was just walking, and he would pat us on the head and. We had on our little dresses mm-hmm, little sock, yeah. and socks, you know, and, and little and, bulk mm-hmm. things in your hair. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah, this was a girl. And then mm-hmm. my brothers had on their plaid shirts and their little mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shoes and things. But uh, this has been different. This has been Michelle and I had to sit and say, Hey, we've got to quit. Calling her
3: a boy,
2: mm-hmm. she's acting like a boy.
0: Shelly and I would say she's acting like a boy, we and we did. We had to check ourselves and, and say, "What are we doing?" We're yeah. we're very again, and we're, we're, this is where relationships. When we talk about this, we talk all the time. We had this conscious conversation to say, "Hey, we are defining mm-hmm. her perception. We we yeah. we are mm-hmm. we are contributing." to how she will see herself by the way we talk to her, Mm -hmm. the things we say to her, Mm -hmm. the world is going to rip them apart enough. So we have got to find a way to accept her and build her up and let her know that she is enough as she is, is. even if we don't necessarily Mm -hmm. agree. Regina, you've got girls and boys. Do, do have you experienced anything of like your kids falling short of what you expected them? It doesn't have to be gender specific, but have fallen short of who you thought they would be. I actually have. Um, I, I don't know if I, I think I shared this with you before, like with Maria, you know, like some of the guys she may date, mm-hmm. and, you know, and um, you know, you, you always, but I, I don't know if I'm seeing myself in her, mm. like, yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know, yeah.
2: Ooh, so I'm, yeah. I'm,
0: you know, I know that I'm harder on her, like with some mm-hmm. of the guys she date. I mean, they, you know, they great guys, but you know, you always want more for your kids. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then I realized, so this, you know, this guy that she's dating, now, he's a great guy, but you know, of course, you still want better, better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized, I'm like, I'm not seeing myself
2: in her, mm-hmm. and that's, and, and that like, I, I think that's I'm a so, so
0: I'm probably like a little harder, a little harder on um, her because yeah. I'm seeing myself in her where. Yeah. Like Mike and Bailey, they kind of like almost like no nonsense. Like they like, bye. yeah, where she kind of like, she's like a nurture like me, mm-hmm. you know, I and mean? she's gonna always feel like she's gotta like help somebody and mm-hmm. bring somebody up. And you know, and I'm like, you're not that, you're not their mom, like yeah, you know. But yeah. then I said, when I thought about it, I'm like, that's me. we saw a lot of you, yeah, yeah. And when you think see, about yeah. that, we when you think about that, um, we talked about this, you know, again in, in another family setting about seeing so much of one of, 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 of your parent and Mm -hmm. another kid. But I think what's important from this conversation itself is that as parents and moms and and, and dads who, you know, as raising kids, you do have to check yourself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You have to check yourself and remind your kids that they are enough Mm -hmm. right where they are being right who they are. Mm -hmm. The
1: challenge though, is that, as a, as a parent, it is your responsibility to push and mold though, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's this it's this delicate it's balance, balance, right? Because mm-hmm. I want to make you feel like you can be who you are and be acceptable. I think that my daughter has taught me a lot. She has a very strong personality, and she is very accepting and stuff, but she is very comfortable with saying, I love you, Mama, but this is me. She, she uh-huh. is She has right. always been that right. way. Right. But there are things about life that she doesn't know right? Mm -hmm. And so there, we have a responsibility as parents to, at least I feel, I need to protect you. Mm -hmm. There are things about this life, this world will eat you up if you don't know these things. And, and and this is how you have to navigate these situations. Mm -hmm. I feel like God entrusted us with his children for us to be able to guide and nurture and help them develop into good people. Mm -hmm. And there's this balance of developing you in the world mm-hmm. so that you can survive in this system that is designed to eat you sure. and break you. Yeah. I want to also empower you and give you strength, yeah. not dampen your spirit, help you be free and, and have the energy to, to fight for yourself and stand. So it is, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. There are so mm-hmm. many different things that we are held responsible for mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. So how do I help you realize that you are, a woman, and you are beautiful Mm -hmm. if you decide to wear basketball shorts and Timberlands and wear your hat to the back, and you can get a tattoo on your forehead if you want to, but you may not get a job, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. it's this balance, right? Because you are free to be whoever you want, but when you walk out this door, everybody is not going to love you like I do. And there's room to like blaze your own path and do everything that you want to
0: do There's consequences to that. And that's that's what I want to talk about. And There's consequences and also to your point of being protective and that we have a responsibility as parents you do. And and I I say we in this way because I'm an auntie and Mm -hmm. and I'm completely comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do have a responsibility to prepare them. We do have a responsibility to say you may want to do this. But please understand, there may be a repercussion. I I use Dwayne Wade as a perfect example with that because with his daughter, right? She 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 wants to be referred to as a daughter. Yeah. They're being supportive, and they are afforded the luxury of the lifestyle that they have, where maybe it won't be so so stingy, you know, so hurt so bad. Like where's our little kids going to school? However, they're doing it in the public light, so there may be a different type of sting, right? social media yeah um oh my goodness and, and, social, and yeah. you know what i mean yeah. preparing that child for baby when you go out you may need to watch your back because there are homophobic homophobic oh people there are people that may want to hurt and you. you and people are just cruel yeah. kids are cruel yeah. if you re- if you're if you're, a, yeah, you're a heterosexual yeah. if you're, if you're, a, if you're a straight or a heterosexual yeah. right yeah. so mm-hmm. you know um but yeah wow that that, that was good stuff ladies and but, one of the things that you actually brought up KB, that I want to talk about again with mom. Your kids are watching. Mm-hmm. You you brought up the fact that how you grew up. You saw the girls in your family with skirts and, and mm-hmm. shoes and, mm-hmm. um, and and little cute little dresses, and mm-hmm. and the boys had on, on button up. So and then you talked about how you know you have this responsibility because there are a lot of things that your children don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The responsibility of a parent. A lot of times it falls on the mother. This is no shade to men. Mm -hmm. This is not to disrespect men. But at the end of the day, a lot of the grooming, growing, the painful days, all those things rest on the shoulders of mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to take a break in a couple minutes. But Regina, I'm going to turn it over to you as a mom, again, who's raising both and being married. Mm -hmm. Speak to the, um, the influence that having a man or a husband in your home may have on your girls and maybe what they view as good in a man. Mm-hmm. And maybe even to your boys what they see about being a man and the things that a man does. Speak a little bit about that. I think the influence that um, men have or dads have um, will be um, an example mm-hmm. for you know, for the for the girls or for the women, for the girls that's in the home, mm-hmm. just an example on what type of man they would want. Mm-hmm. Um, being feeling protected. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Protected. You know, that, that, yeah. That sense of yeah. protection. Yeah. Um, that sense of not having to go out and maybe even get a man and. To replace that dad's role, yeah. because the daddy, the, the girls with the daddy issues, right? The girls with the daddy issues mm-hmm. because they 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 were already been fulfilled for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And for the guys, it's just like a role model. Yeah. You know what I mean? Teaching them how to be a man, a husband. Yeah. You know, something as simple as changing a tire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. changing brakes or yeah. um, going to get gas. You know, just I'm I'm thinking of the simple things that you yeah. know that might you know again to that, the point yeah. of the KB made the things yeah. that people kids don't naturally just know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, just mm-hmm. going out, you know, he won't let them go out and get gas ass alone. He to put up their car, you know, when mm-hmm. they start. Just little things like that. Yeah. But to me that's teaching them um good safety measures. Mm-hmm. It's it's
1: it's not a little thing. It's right. It sets a standard. Right. Because I can I only have a girl and I am mm-hmm. a girl, so I can't mm-hmm. speak to the other pieces. But what it shows is that what it shows a young woman when mm-hmm. she has a strong father figure in the yeah. house who takes care of business, not only with loving her mother, mm-hmm. right, and showing that behavior and what mm-hmm. it means to, to truly and love a woman, right. but also loving her, that right. standard, right? So I learned to expect a man in my life to do certain things for me yeah. to provide and to protect Absolutely. and to look out for my well-being. Yeah. And because so in the because yeah I in saw. those situations dad, yeah. it makes us stronger yeah. to say that here comes this guy mm-hmm. offering nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like you know what why would I mess around with you? My daddy takes better care of me than this. It shows what a man is really supposed to when it's done right. Now, a lot of us have dysfunctional relationships and it's a worse example that happens. Uh But when it's done right, that's the example. And so I just, when you said that, Regina, I just say that I've been in in, in different situations. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband being there when my daughter was younger Mm -hmm. and my father not being there when he wasn't. And so when you said that, I just want to say to you that the influence, when it's good, that your children have, is not small. Now,
2: mm-hmm. Even
1: that mm-hmm. gas station thing—that's a standard. They are blessed, yeah. and I, I just wanted to yeah. say yeah. that yeah. you. That yeah. Sometimes yeah. we just see those little things as yeah. like a well, dinner it's, it's or a like this. Easy. It's yeah. big. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. It's, it's, easy. It's,
0: it's the little yeah. things that add up. That, that have yeah. a great. That, that has a great impact in the magnitude of it, yeah. but you don't and, even
1: know. Like you don't even know that this stand is so beautiful. That you don't even know set. that this don't standard is set. Is. Yeah. But when your daughter yeah. is twenty something and, and it's cold and you're ready to go to gas and she look at her husband like, "You ain't about to get up." Yeah. That's an expectation that is set, right? That <laughs> is set. Now, right. I want to
0: now. I want to flip it. And wow, we got we got a couple. Deep. We got oh. a couple more minutes before we take a break because you ladies raised your children in a home in a in a, mer- a home where you were married. So they got to see whether good, bad or indifferent, whatever the relationship may have been, there were still certain things that as little girls and even the boys growing up that they Mm -hmm. got to see from their dad. Mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side, and mom, we're probably going to run into a break for you here in a moment. Mm -hmm. Raising children and girls in particular, because you raised girls, it's a different dynamic when you are a single mom. Right, You're right. a single mom. While wow, we may have been supported by my grandfather, we had a big old house on Mark Twain. Shout out to the mm-hmm. folks on Schoolcraft and Mark Twain. We grew, <laughs> the we, the we, grew, <laughs> we grew up in a home with my grandfather, my Uncle Don, my Uncle D, my Uncle Dwayne, like three, four uncles, yeah. and my grandfather. Ricky. So Uncle Ricky, yes, I'm, how can I forget Uncle Ricky? I didn't forget Uncle Ricky, I'm just insane. But um, mm-hmm. Growing up in a house with these men, there were certain things that we saw, but keeping it 100, they weren't all good. And part of those shaped us in ways that were great. Mm -hmm. Let me speak for myself, Mm because if my sister was here, I'll let her speak for herself. Part of it was good. Part of it not so good. Mm -hmm. So when we come back from a quick break, Mama, we're going to talk about some things maybe that you learned and some tips. Um, and just some advice from about raising women um, as a single mom. We'll be right back. Okay. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Wonder Woman Wind Down. We are back from break, and uh, we were just talking even more on the break about just um, the things that, as as kids, that we see from our parents, and how some of the things that our parents saw from their parents can shape us to be the parents that we are, and I say we loosely, and I'm not gonna feel like I keep keep explaining that, so I'm gonna move on. Um, And I'm gonna turn it over to my mom. Um, So I grew up as a single, uh, as a single, I'm not a single mom. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was a single mom. And I saw so many great things as a result, as far as the independence that I have, sometimes to a point, even to a point when I got married, I almost didn't know how to accept help from a from my husband or accept anything he had to say because I was this independent woman and I don't need you and that's not something that you really want to make a way you want to make your husband feel, you know. Mm-hmm. So and and I really didn't realize that full transparency here that maybe I was taking on that mindset until we went to therapy. He and I went to therapy before we finally decided to resolve our marriage to dissolve our marriage and um, we talked about our upbringing and how he grew up in his family. His parents were married. I love them. God, you know, God rest their soul. Over fifty years, and but I grew up with a single mom who was fierce and independent. And you don't depend on a man. You get out here, you get it, and you work hard, and you don't take nobody's shit. And you, you, you know. And these were all great things, right? Mm-hmm. My mom, no, I'm real on here, and yeah. it's vulnerable, but it's real, right? My mom. Was the strongest chick that you know That into us mm-hmm. like, And so this is how I grew up And that level of independence Again was a struggle in my marriage But I understood it mm-hmm. And I respect it And now being single Again I respect it even more But I, I always say that I learned something from that That there's still a level to everything There's yeah. boundaries to it right mm-hmm. And there's balance right There's yeah. balance to you maintaining your independence maintaining and being a strong woman who's out here doing it for yourself not letting someone taking care of you per se but letting someone take care of you if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. you know like yeah. it's I, it letting someone take care and I don't mean financially letting someone take care of my, my, my heart mm-hmm. my spirit my soul my what? you know protecting me walking on this side of the street if I'm going you know mm-hmm. so yeah, I've learned a lot of those things, but to turn it over to you, Ma, as a single mom, as you reflect on raising me and Renee as a single mother, what are your thoughts on the influence of one, things that you were doing, and two, the people you brought around us? Men in your life, maybe sisters in your circle. Speak to that influence. Ooh. It was,
2: what, I, I grew up in a rough part of, the, uh, of town. I, I grew up in the hood and they taught you how to survive. Mm-hmm. And I had, uh, I was a teenage mom and I had my first child when I was 16. And with the help of my father and my mother, the village. Mm -hmm. I was able to survive. Mm -hmm. My father made sure I still went to school and graduated, but still you were in the hood Mm -hmm. and you were in the streets and it taught you how to to survive. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, people who grew up on our street didn't survive because they end up using drugs Mm -hmm. they end up passing it. It was rough. I mean, but I'm still here. All right, Amen. And I'm yeah. still here with the grace and with the grace of God. Mm-hmm. People ask you, how did you make it? And I said, with well, God's grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had parents that helped raise the kids. They let me go to school and I'm telling you, without my parents, I don't know. I
0: probably wouldn't have made it, but So I did. So with that, as you got a little older, okay, so like you were a teenage mom when you had my sister, mm-hmm. and you got older, you got out, you got your own place, did you bring a lot of men around, knowing that you had little girls?
2: No. No. Keep, uh, I hung out with bro- my brothers. So my brothers taught me, you know, you don't take no, you don't take no shit from no, <laughs> from <laughs> from no dude, mm-hmm, Okay. Mm-hmm. So this was taught to mm-hmm. you. That's right. So yeah. when the girls came around, you know, this is what I'm teaching them. Yeah. I taught them how to pay bills. Mm-hmm. If you can't pay the bill, get on the phone, make some arrangements. Mm-hmm. If not, either you take care of your business or your business is going to take care mm-hmm. of you. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. And That's good learned. advice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I'm bringing a whole lot of men around. No. If a guy had children, I had this thing about not letting them and their kids come over to my house mixing with my kids. Mm-hmm. I ain't want nobody mixing with my kids. I mm-hmm. ain't want that mixed family mm-hmm. like that because I wasn't going to put no other kids over my kids. Okay. That's right. mm-hmm. So... I met this nice guy. He worked at Chrysler. I worked at the health department. I'm like, okay, he'd be okay, but he had this daughter that I couldn't stand. <laughs> Say it, make it plain. I know right? that's right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't about to bring that situation into my home with my daughters mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to put anybody over them.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't How do you feel
2: about that? Having to sacrifice.
0: So it was a sacrifice. Said, it was yeah. a
2: sacrifice that. Is if either it's gonna be him or these kids. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nah. The kids are coming first because at the end of the day, the kids gonna always be
0: around. Mm-hmm. Is that hard for you?
2: No. Nope.
0: Mm-hmm. I you know I can say even though I was no. young, as I was young, mm-hmm. I I can speak to that. I don't feel it was a sacrifice for my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom was not mean to us as far as don't get don't get me wrong, it was a couple times we tried it. And we would call our granddaddy, come over there and get in here, bring his little drunk self over there, bless his heart, and his with his night like, train, drink cell. And while I was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 we loved our granddaddy. And if my cousins listen, we used to call him Gooch. But anyway, um, I don't feel like, here's the thing, if my, for the sacrifices that my mama made, I didn't feel it as a kid, like it was a burden. Yeah, she did. It she like never, that. she never made me feel or, or like look, I'm speaking for myself, made me feel like um because you know of y'all, self. because of y'all, yeah. I can't have a man over no. her. Well, because no. of y'all, no. I can't do this. She acts no. non bothered, like no. un-, un unbothered. She yes. to me, she was unbothered by you. Yeah. And um, so if that was a sacrifice for you, if it was, I'm sure it was a sacrifice. But it didn't feel well, like I mean, you. But, you did it well, girl. But it but
2: <laughs> but it wasn't it was not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Because you know selfless, yeah. It was not a big deal. So
1: did you stop wanting to be I think as a woman, most of us at some time we crave or want the attention of man. Mm-hmm. A lot of us want partnership. Mm-hmm. I think it's just natural. Yeah. Right? And yeah. just because we have children, it doesn't mean that those desire when you have children, you dedicate your life to them, right? You, you yeah. make that commitment. Mm-hmm. It just happens as a woman. But it doesn't
0: mean... What does, hmm? does it? Um does
1: okay. it? Okay. Yeah, that's bad. It, well, it, well.
0: I, I, no, I, no, I say that when she said as a mother, you dedicate... Uh, you know, it's natural. It's, Be, not, it, right. it's not natural. It's not natural. Right. Not, not, not for maternal, everyone. Maternal no. instincts no. are not natural for everybody. Everyone. For some people, it is effortless. Yeah. And for some people... It is almost it's like it's a struggle and a, a struggle. burden. You know yeah, what? You're right. I misspoke. I know. No, this. Is. I mean, no, you know no, I mean. No, it, but
2: it
1: is true. Yeah, yes. you're very right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that when I had Taylor, I didn't have a choice. I was in love. Mm-hmm. It was it, it. It didn't matter who else or what else. I don't even have to make a conscious decision. She comes first comes without her. me even mm-hmm. Like just like I blink, she comes first. Yeah. And so and, it's and, not and, like that and, for everybody. That's how,
0: and that's how, and Regina. That is how I see how you love your kids. Mm-hmm. It is not even a question. Mm-hmm. It there there is no no blinking, no thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I'm going here I'm going to get my kids, or I'm flying down here to do this, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, or what you're doing. You go home, you help with homework. Like you, I see all these things. Or sister, I'm gonna call you back because whatever, whatever. You, I can see as a mom your sacrifice for your children all the time, but mm-hmm. I never see you. I, I don't think I've ever heard you complain mm-hmm. about the sacrifice you made for your kids. And I'm not saying that you don't, because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to paint this picture that uh, of motherhood that is always so pretty. And then right. I got the perfect moms in here. That's not the picture I'm painting. No, I'm no. just saying y'all make it look damn good. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and from a sacrifice, you know, talk like talk a little bit about that, Regina. Well, for me, um, I want to. And I think that's where it starts. Yeah. 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 I, I want to. to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I want to. And I, you know, I've been about, like, you know, the boys. You know, Yeah. Like, I was just telling them, like, um, earlier today, like, you know, they're not doing, you know, they're doing, you know, you know how boys is, they're yeah. they not doing good in school and they just being boys. Yeah. And I'm like, I would love to give them $20 every time I get paid for allowance. I'm like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just look at that as being even a parent, like, I, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to go home and help them with their homework mm-hmm. and you go, see them succeed. yeah, and see them succeed and go fly to Houston and see my kids and yeah, just be around them and be twerking with them and be on <laughs> Facetime and you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your I baby guess. just Facetimes you today, like right. and, and again that conversation is just like, Mama, what you doing? Like yes. it's just right. You you built a relationship. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. you're you're friends, yeah. and I think that it's possible to be right. friends with your kids yeah. mm-hmm. and still, when you need to be mama, mm-hmm. yeah. you can yeah. still yeah. be yeah. mama. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You have to be, because
0: kids will run over you if you let them,
2: mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And yeah. You have to put your foot down. Right. This young lady used to always come in from school talking about what she can do. Her. What yeah. she can't do. She went to Redford High School and she had to come home and learn Spanish. Come like, on, I can't do this, I can't do this. I said, I tell you what. You go in that den, you close the door. And mm-hmm. I said, close the door. Mm-hmm. And you rap it. Like you walk around here rapping all them other songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, rap yeah. that Spanish. And yeah. she did mm-hmm. And she came out, she got her an eight in Spanish. The teacher that she had a referred, English teacher. I contribute to the way she speaks now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. -hmm. Mm -hmm. She taught
2: Michelle a lot
0: because
2: Michelle was a I can't, I can't do, I can't do this. Can
0: y'all believe that? I can't
2: can't. do this. I'm listening. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can't. can't. It was a journey. Yeah, and and, and again, um, it speaks to. And I had to push the right her. people mm-hmm. In, in mm-hmm. Some and the right people, people, right people yeah. in your life, and that's why you can't bring all of these different men around your kids. Because I remember, you remember that guy, Michelle, that came over to the house. <laughs> <and> <laughs> look at her, her, her face! face. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish
0: could <take> see that. <laughs> <of her. laughs> she looked She just yes. she got disgusted She's really around. quick, and he said, "Oh."
2: Mm. You should have got a cute daughter.
0: His time. And, and, that a, and that was the last and time I saw him. Oh, he would have seen it. And the, I know yeah.
2: you don't really cuss too much on your podcast. Then I said, oh, this motherfucker got it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. That's okay. right. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's real. And that was the last time. That was the last. Time. That I been the was last remember that? Last time. Time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that was the last time he came. That over been last time. Okay, and and, it, and,
0: it, and that's what I'm talking about. The being right having people, the right people around your, your kids. Peers. I remember
2: one guy I dealt with worked at Chrysler. He taught my kid how to drive. Okay, so he was okay to stick around a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. teaching or something. But
0: I gotta speak to that. What you're saying is that not only were you just there. When these people were around me. Oh, yeah, you were present. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, 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 you yeah. can someone, can, some, yeah. someone yeah. can someone can be there in the same house in not the listening. same circle and not attentive, not yeah. listening, not yeah. paying attention. Oh, yeah. And I pay attention. Yeah. I, pay attention. Yeah. I think about these millennial parents. Yeah. Yes. They're there, but not present yeah. because you there, but you're in a room with your door closed, or you're in another part and there's no interaction. There's no paying attention to what's yeah, going on. Yeah. How many times have we heard about kids being sexually abused? Yeah. How, I mean, how, I'm not even saying how many times do we hear. How much does it happen? Yeah. yeah. The, the cases we know and don't know about. How many times do people say that, yeah, my, my mom or my dad was there, but I don't remember certain things. They may have been there, but not necessarily present. But you were also talking about like the, the importance of people around and then you were also talking about how when I went to school and I had to learn Spanish, how important is it to not only be mindful of the people around your kids, but exposing your kids to more diverse environments and more a diverse group of people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, have you have to, because and I speak
2: about Michelle more than Renee because Renee was kinda of a little fast and kinda of out there in the street and I was a young mom learning so I don't know if Renee had grown up and then moved out or whatever, but Michelle yeah. I took her to the Brewster projects.
0: Renee had more street smarts more street smarts than me and, yeah. from day one. And from so, the from the birth from birth. Shout out to
2: You know, no shade or anything
0: like that, but it it is what it is. Renee, she's a street, she's a survivor. And there's There's benefits to that. Absolutely. absolutely. But but guess what? You were from the hood and grew up in the streets too. So that's a similarity between you two and she got that same street smart. Yeah, but I think she got more, got more of it too from
2: her dad. Side, you know. We can't show you. Know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, we I, I did hang out in the hood and I grew up in the hood I did. But I took Michelle to the Bruce Projects to tell her this is not where you hang out at. You don't come over here. Mm-hmm. You're only coming over here for two reasons. Mm-hmm. You selling drugs, you buying drugs. So you're doing something you ain't got no business mm-hmm. so it's three things mm-hmm. she's so like why are we over here I said because this is where you don't need to be at.
1: <laughs> and it's a blessing that yeah. you, and you had a choice that you all were visiting and weren't living in. Uh-huh. Yes. That's a blessing. And so when yes. you talk about the grace and it was of God a Saturday yeah. afternoon yeah. A it could have been different.
0: Yeah. It could have been and yes. here's a, and here's it thing. was a Saturday Even, afternoon. And here's we lived in our share of the hood. we to, one day we'll talk about the horror house on Mark Twain, oh, yeah. we won't even talk about yeah, that. that. Y'all didn't mm-hmm. heard me about my little my, my one of my old fears. But yes. we we were blessed to not be able to live over there. And I do recall you having because I needed that exposure. Sure. Yeah. I needed that yeah. exposure because I was not street smart. Yeah. I, I I was very. Let's just go and I want to hop in the car and my uncle and his friends will yeah. come over. I just want to go and have fun and everybody wants Shelly B and I want to She's go. She's that nice girl. And I was no, just, no, nice. And and be I just nice and I just everybody. wanted to go. So I needed her to tell me, no, this isn't a this isn't a good place for you to go. This isn't yeah. where you need I bet to be. I catch you. Yeah. And that's right. And on the flip side, it's also just as important to not talk about where I shouldn't be but it's also just as important to take your kids places, right? When you yeah. ladies agree, like yeah. you and your kids do a lot of things together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Talk, you know, like, tell me about some of the things that with those experiences that you get from your family when y'all go to Houston, go fly to Vegas for somebody's wedding. Like, it's not always just about the event, right? Yeah. It's the memories. Absolutely. You know, it's just the memories and just being together. And, you know, for me, it's like, I always tell my kids, like, you're going to be adults way longer than you are kids, mm-hmm. you know. So, as they were kids, they were, I don't want to say forced, but they are, you know, they forced to be together. And, mm-hmm. But as adults, you know, they, you you see them where they start having their own lives mm-hmm. and not separating, but they do separate. As know? adults, we do. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, when we, you know, do those little family trips and stuff like that, that's my way of, um, you know, just keeping them together. Pulling, yeah, pulling everybody yeah. together. You and also want to remind themselves, of, you know, they're brothers and sisters. That's right. Relationship building, yeah. right? Yeah. Relationship okay. building. Yeah. key things I got out of that. Mm-hmm. For parents that's listening, don't take for granted the experiences and the memories mm-hmm. and the relationship building that comes out of doing things, things. with yes, your yes, kids yes, and yes. with your families. And our pastor said this, this quote, and I love it when he says it. And I always mess it up, but I'm going to get it right. But You're going to get the message. Limited experiences limit your exposure. And limited exposure lowers your expectations.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I thought that was so profound because when you think about it, it does. Yeah. If you don't experience something, you don't get the exposure, right? Mm -hmm. Where if you're not exposed to something, you don't get that experience. And when you don't get to experience certain things and get the exposure, your expectations are only of the things that you've seen around you. It was so important. And my mom doesn't talk a lot about this stuff, but like, I didn't even go to school when we, I may have grown up in the hood. I went to school in the suburbs. So, when we lived in Rochester, New York, my mom worked for Xerox. I was the only little black kid, right? In my class mm-hmm. or something like that. Um when I went to school, Lodge Elementary, especially back in those days, 70s mm-hmm. or 80s or whatever the case may be, we I was truly the minority. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care cuz I love people. And when yeah. they was
2: like that um in, in California, she was the only little um black girl uh in, in 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 her class.
0: Yeah. And and, I, and, so... and it's important to to expose your kids to diversity and diverse environments because mm-hmm. we don't just live in a black world.
1: Yeah. Right? We yeah.
0: we are probably living in a world right now where there's a lot of eyeballs on black. Yeah. Right? Like like black people rising, black people you know finally getting to a level of success that we saw from other people where some of our predecessors their dreams are coming to fruition, and we're we're in movies more, we're in Hollywood more, all mm-hmm. those things. But just for us everyday people, it's still just as important. Yeah. It's just yeah. as important mm-hmm. to embrace diversity. Mm-hmm. When you go to work, we don't just work in a black place. Right. You know what I mean? Like so, to teach our kids, you know, we were talking a little bit about this on the break. Even if let's just say your parents were racist or yeah. your parents didn't believe in certain things, yeah, you can inflict those beliefs and, and demonstrate those things to your kids because then you're raising you're you're cultivating hate yeah and discrimination which is something that as African Americans we, we should despise it, yeah. and we deal with it still to this yeah, right so it's super important to expose your kids take them on vacations if you can't afford a big one do a small one mm-hmm. embrace that diversity mm-hmm. talk to them about color these kids ain't crazy Mm-mm. Mm-mm. they see that I look different from yeah. you know uh, the other Michelle on the bus or, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like kids notice these mm-hmm. things and it is super important because if you only contain them in this limited exposure and limited experience that you lower the expectation of what's really out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Traveling does that for me. Yeah, Traveling mm-hmm. exposes me to so much and I had never traveled. True story. I had never really, really traveled other than when we lived in New York. And I think maybe, down south or something with with my husband and his family, we went on some trips down there, which was even those experiences were great. Even though we argued sometime, and I loved his parents, and sometimes we disagreed, it was right. still a memory, right? And yeah. it was funny, and yeah. it was, yeah. because it's, and when we were little, my mom was poor. We didn't we couldn't travel. We didn't take that family vacations yeah, like that. Did. Did. So even those were created memories for me. And then, but when I finally got a job at my current employer. Mm-hmm. And I was recognized for a job well done. And they sent me to Cancun. It was almost like, I almost was like, are you kidding me? I'm finally getting to leave the country just Mm. in my 30s. Mm. That was my first time. I hadn't had those. I lived out a lot of my experiences through TV. I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I always say this on every episode. And I love reading fairy tales and I love reading. um, And I do. And I love reading novels about love and experiences and traveling. I learned a lot of those things and had dreams of seeing the world that way through those outlets. Wow, I think that's
1: important, Michelle. Like I I was just thinking about sitting here, thinking about some of our conversation. And I think that um, a lot of the things that we've said is because of our own, like, Personal experience, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to make sure that they um, get better mm-hmm. and increase and do better for their children.
2: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: what I heard us saying a lot is um, escaping from the hood. Mm-hmm. And when you no longer have to do this, and going on a vacation and doing this, and so I just want to take one minute because I'm, I am happy about my grind the grind that my mother had Mm -hmm. to get me in Mm -hmm. different situations Mm -hmm. and afford me different opportunities. But Mm -hmm. I think when we're talking about the podcast, there is a mother or a father that's listening that doesn't have the means, Mm -hmm. that has no idea about how they could ever maybe leave the Mm -hmm. hood, Mm -hmm. who is not taking their kids on vacation and not doing these things. And I I, I just want us to be, because we all have been afforded a lot of opportunities and we're grateful and we shouldn't have to be ashamed for the right. hard work that we've done and our parents right. have done. Yeah. But there is opportunity for diversity and exposure for those people who are still living there, right? Mm-hmm. I think that there are books. I was an avid reader, and you just mentioned that mm-hmm. when I was a child, mm-hmm. and and books can expose you and let you ex- see what other cultures experience.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that and that's like, why and that's why I shared that too. because yeah, I Because as a kid, right? yeah. as a I wanna, kid I didn't, we didn't have the, we couldn't afford no, to do none of yeah. them. So through those yeah. books, and yeah, yeah. But yeah. I want
1: to, I want to call that out. But I also want to call out, and this is not, I'm not glorifying the experience that people have in the hood, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that. Some of those things that occur are really bad for folks, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But there is also something that comes from the experience of living and growing up like that 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 we need to talk about a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. There is somebody, there is someone who, who has never ever lived in the hood. And you take somebody who has, and some of the things that you learn is how to grind.
0: You learn how to, yes,
1: learn how right. to be hu- hustler. You yes. learn yes. how to be resourceful, right? You, know? yes. you learn, yes. and, and, and there are you elements of survival, and you, learn, survival and you you learn
0: humility. There you, yeah. you do learn humility, right. absolutely. So, so absolutely. I absolutely. I don't want folks to take,
1: and I know that that's not the idea. I'm going to leave it here because this is a whole thing. But I don't want anybody listening. To think that that's what we're saying, that like until you escape, mm-hmm. that, that life isn't yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There are some things that I learned growing up in the hood that I could never learn anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. And although it was some difficult experiences, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that was a part of me that made me the, the woman the, that the I am. I wouldn't out. trade it yeah. for yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. There are doctors and lawyers. And yes. some of these people that we talk about, about this illegal behavior, they are better businessmen than some of these businessmen and women in other areas. So Mm -hmm. there are skills, Mm -hmm. the survival, the grit, the creativity
2: of some of these
1: people in these areas. And so if if anybody that's listening is a parent who can't do exactly what they want to do, I just want to say like, it's it's, it's okay. this it's, it's, it's here right is everybody sitting here talking about it. Yeah. This is where we came from. Yeah. So don't yeah. stop. Don't stop believing in yourself as a parent. Don't right. stop grinding and giving to your kids right. and teaching and talking to them because there there's hope. Right. Yeah. And, and, it's and, still and, hope. And, and That's,
0: that, yes. that's absolutely that's KB. Beautiful. We beautiful. We completely agree. But I also want to say this to maybe those parents or, or people that's in that situation. You can't put a dollar sign yes. or a value we on experience. Yes. yes. You cannot. Yes. And, and that, while, while yes, yes by the grace, yes. only by the grace of God, not because none of us in here are smarter, not because none of us in here did it better or not, or better than anybody. Because I hate when that stigma is associated, when you finally make it or you finally get us to a certain income level. I'm still trying to figure this thing out. Especially yes. as a divorce, say when you go from two-income household to a one, I'm still trying to figure this mm-hmm. out and still praying and fasting, asking God to help me take better care of my finances and make better Absolutely. decisions. Yes. But even on my brokest days, yeah. I can create a great experience. Yeah. I remember my nieces coming in here and they wanted pizza and they said, Let's have a picnic, auntie. And I said, It's cold. Where are we going to have a picnic? You know what they did? They said, "Auntie, right here on the floor. Mm-hmm. This is what sort the of beauty of kids' creativity. If you mm-hmm. spend mm-hmm. some time, time with, them, with them, that's what it is. You will see. You know what they did? We laid down a blanket mm-hmm. and we put paper plates down. They had a picnic. Yeah, they had a picnic with pieces like and watching TV. And so that, and I thank you, my sister, for clarifying that because I don't want people listening to think like." Oh, you know, everybody can't have, we know that. And I'm sharing, I shared our experiences of being poor. We had an activity at work. And when I, I was in this group and I was the only African-American. And when I said I grew up poor, you should have saw the way that people looked at me like, really? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I grew up poor, but because I grew up poor doesn't mean that I don't know how to articulate yeah, things. No, that's it right. doesn't mean that I don't know how to do things. It doesn't that's mean right. that I don't add as much value to this well, meeting or this position. I just did. didn't have the financial resources right. you did. Right? And I'm sitting at the table and next I'm sitting to you. At the ta- to and you and I still got a seat but you had at the, the, the table. But you had the love. I had the love, the creativity. And we're going to come back and talk a little bit about that hustle yes. too. We're going to take another quick break and then we're going to wrap up this episode because once again, I'm surrounded by beautiful women and we can talk and we can, get it, we can get it in. We'll be right back on the wind down. Welcome back to the Wonder Women Wind Down, everybody. We are getting ready to conclude our episode. We have had such an amazing time sitting here talking to my, my, my amazing sisters here, my mom, Um, just reflecting on our upbringing we've talked about so much i mean listen we got content especially as we talk about parenting and upbringing we could go all night i mean Mm, when we talked about just things as parents of being selfless right and how it does take a level of sacrifice as a parent it does take um you know discipline it takes some discipline and it also takes some you know as being a parent you're going to do some teaching Mm -hmm. you're going to do a lot of leading And guess what? You're going to do a lot of failing. Mm -hmm, You're not going to get it all right. But Mm -hmm. you got to do a whole lot of praying. Got to get yourself a a good a good support system Mm -hmm. around you. And by support, someone that loves you enough to tell you when you're wrong. Somebody to love you enough to say, sis, you need to do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Somebody even to say, you know what? You're being a little bit judgmental. Look at this person's perspective. Mm-hmm. And our sister just did that. You yeah. know, like that's a real thing. Yeah. You know, even we just did. sometimes you got to check yourself because we we talked about inflicting our own desires and imposing our views mm-hmm. and, and even our biases. Let's be 100 mm-hmm. on yeah. our kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. And And how those biases and those opinions can damage our kids. You know, so, I mean, we just talked about a lot, influencing, you know, exposing your kids to different environments and different people. And what I pray out of all of this conversation is that, you know, none of us are experts here. We're just women. We're women, moms, and just, you know, the village, people that love the people in our lives, our families, and we just want to see them win. And I think that as I, I, again, I admire you ladies so much through all of the, the great things that you've done, even through some of the mistakes that you've shared, that's all shaped us to be who we are today. You know, um, when I think about the, the little people in all of our lives and just maybe five, 10 years later, we'll look back, they're going to be different. We're going to be different. Mm-hmm. But it's just super important to remember that, mom, your kids are watching. Yeah. They are watching you. They're watching your your glory, all the great things you're mm-hmm. doing. Yes. But they're also, if you're not making such great decisions, they're watching that too. Yes. So just yes. know that if we talk about this before, it's bigger than you, especially when you're a mom. That is such a little three-letter word that packs a real big punch. Big punch. Yes. Don't yes. underestimate moms, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and because right. this is the Wonder Women wine, now we're talking about women. It's no disrespect or anything to men. We'll have an episode about that, but... This is Women's Empowerment Month, and I just think that you you all are, are such great moms, and you know I, I I don't I don't really again we can go all night and talk some more, but I just want to thank you all again for being a part of kicking off episode one of season two. I'm so excited to keep this thing going for Women's Empowerment Month. Um, questions? Um, you guys know if you're listening, I am always for those of you that know me. You reach out anywhere, and I love you for it. So definitely give me some feedback on anything that we say. I mean, be real with us. If it was something that we said, you know what, well, like I don't know, I disagree, or you know, I have a different perspective on that or a different opinion, like share those things. Um, I'm on Instagram at w3d podcast. Um, you know, other than that, ladies, do you have any closing thoughts or tips for moms that may be struggling with something with balancing it all or young mothers coming up? I would just say, um, don't try to figure it out. Just take each day, day by day. Keep a strong prayer life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't try to figure it all out in one day. Yeah, don't right. try to figure it all out in one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like. to don't, say, don't, don't yeah. plan too far ahead. Yeah, yeah.
2: Whatever you do, take a minute and listen to your kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to them because they they have a lot to say mm-hmm. if you just listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree
1: with what the other two ladies said so just maybe to, to add to that I would say um, keep walking mm-hmm. some days we're going to feel like we failed as mothers mm-hmm. and we just want to give up but um, God willing the next day will be another day for you to do it better yes. and so uh, one of the things that I've always said with my husband and my daughter is that when you're going through hell keep walking Right. so whether it's good Weather is bad, mm-hmm. keep your momentum going, mm-hmm. and if God
0: willing, you'll have an opportunity to do it better next time. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, yeah. And yes. you know, with that, as we close out, don't ever be afraid or too proud to tell your babies, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, yes, I messed up, yeah, mm-hmm. I yes. didn't make the best decision. Yes. I, I'm hard on you because I want you to do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm if I'm giving you hell about who you dating, it's because I see some things in you that scared me that I think I could have done better. Or I see some things in him that concerns me for you because I love you, you know. Yeah. It so it, it is. And just holding yourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there's people that are listening that are kids and, and you're not. A parent, yet right, and your mom is trying to give you some feedback, give you some advice, or riding you a little hard about something. Just think about this is coming from a place of love, mm-hmm. and we don't all show love the same way. Yeah, you yeah. know, we don't, we yeah. don't all show it. But we're trying, you know, <laughs> <we're> trying, right? <laughs> yeah. But it is definitely, definitely all for your good. So and just be kind. be kind.
2: you know, kindness goes a long way. Yeah, I don't yeah. care if you're mad. You can still do it in a kind way. You are the queen queen. Of the kind she is the queen. queen. And let me
0: tell you something she has always taught me that sticks with me. If there was ever a question, if there was one thing your mom taught you, I granted I got a list. She will always say this to you. It is not what you say to people, it's how I'm you say saying. it. I and and that just yes. sticks with me throughout my career, my personal life. Because you can say something to somebody and they'll be like, Did she just cuss me out? But the song is so nice. I don't oh, know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Kind. Thank you, ladies. Thank you all for Thank listening. You. Thank you for I, having me. Absolutely. Having us. I pray that you all live, love, laugh, and live. And we will be back with another episode in a couple weeks. God bless.
3: You all appreciate it. Same drama when things went wrong, we blame, mama. I reminisce on the stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day, running from the police, that's right. Mama cast me, put a whoop into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was the black queen, mama. I understand For a woman it ain't easy Trying to raise a man You always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you
0: did it There's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it do you know in love
3: sweet Dear mama Lady, please no one above You all appreciate it. Lady, Just working with the scraps she was giving And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving But now the road got rough, you're alone Trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Don't you know we love you, sweetie And dear lady, mama no one above you, appreciate. And even though I act crazy, I got to thank the Lord that you made me. There are no words that can express how I feel. You never kept a secret, always stayed real. And I appreciate how you raised me and all the extra love that you gave me. I wish I could take the pain away. If you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Everything will be alright if you hold on. It's a struggle every day, got to roll on. There's no way I can pay you back. But my plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. Don't you know in love is sweet. Dear mama. Place no one above your sweet. You all appreciate it. Don't you know in love is sweet. Dear mama.